Welcome to the Thrive Home Show. Here's your host, Indy's dopest realtor, Michael Bounds. All right, today I want to welcome Dr. Clyde Posley to the Thrive Home Show. Uh, he's a senior pastor at Anatoc uh, Missionary Baptist Church, as well as the host of Moves That Matter. Um, I know he just started a brand new venture, and I'm super excited to get into that. Uh, but hey, thank you so much for for your time. How are you doing today? Everything's crazy out there. Are you doing all right? I'm doing. I'm doing all right, man. I'm trying to keep up with the pace of of an ever changing world and a, uh, a pandemic that has a mind of its own, and still the call on my life. So yeah, yeah, it's challenging but fruitful. Yeah, tell me. So like with everything that's kind of going on with the pandemic and everything, how is that like, how are you guys doing? Are you guys staying hunkered down? Are you guys going out? How is that working? Well, th th there's a bit of both. Um, of course, my wife works from home. Um, she works for a large company here. And so um, she's back stateside. As you know, she uh, worked kind of six months in Switzerland, six months here, but now it's pretty much here. So she's having to hunker down. But uh, with what I have to do in terms of my work with Antioch and, um, you know, feed, trying to feed these people who are suffering from this pandemic, and I'm, I'm out a lot, uh, I've become a professional PPE uh, wearer and, and advisor. But um, the work that I do has just been exacerbated and multiplied uh, because of this season. And I'm not complaining about that because uh, I love what I do. I just hate... Um, some of the stories that I see uh, that I run across because of the conditions of the world make it difficult. So we're kind of doing a little both. So tell me about like how, you know, how you're helping and then how, you know, you have my platform. Is there, is there a way that we can, that we can actually help you? Is there like any resources that we can help you guys with? Well, um, you, listen, you, you've done so much already. It seems like every, every time I, Every time I, I, I'm, I'm leaving you, I call you for something. But, uh, but no, we, we, the, the big thing is, um, is, is food, man, getting resources to people. Yeah. Uh, these, these, line, these food lines are real. This is not, uh, you know, the proverbial hoax. These people are hungry, yeah. uh, out of work. Employment um, is, is not happening. Uh, it, it just, it's just steadily going down. The employment, uh, unemployment rate is steadily going up. You know, people who, who have done outside work and people who had to be around people working in parks, zoos, um, you know, naturalist centers, let alone teachers and all of these things. These people are hurting. And, and, the, and the psychological effect on people because of the quick onset of the pandemic and how it just snatched jobs and yeah. snatched loved ones yeah. um, is, is, is being exacerbated by an already perennial um, psychological season, yeah, which Christmas. is the holidays. Oh, yeah, so man. if I could say anything, man, I would say it, 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 praying and just kind of, you know, being open to people to, to hear their stories, yeah. you know, yeah. it's some, something just very quickly, man, to kind of uh, uh, typify, you know, uh, what, I'm, what I'm saying. So I was teaching Bible study today and I was talking about how uh, the passage of scripture were about demonic spirits can come back to you if you don't dress and garner that you're inside from uh, Luke chapter um, 11, verse 24, and they'll come back worse, the Bible teaches. 
Well, as soon as I got done, a young man called me, inboxed me, telling me about not wanting to live. He's tired of his condition. He's tired of what the pandemic has done. He's tired of his health issues, the fight against for his health care. He has a pre-existing chronic disease. He just wanted to die. And this is a repeated issue that he's had to deal with. And the pandemic has exacerbated it. So it's a it's a lot out there, man. But hearing people, giving them a, giving them a place, uh, a listening ear, is so beneficial. Yeah, yeah. I, I told Amy we're going. I mean, PTSD from a, like a nation, a national perspective. Sure. Like people, are, it's after this is over. Um, it's you know everything's going to look totally different. So that is so true. Have grace. Um, and the thing is that we're all kind of dealing with our own, you know, our own things. But then when you're out interacting with other people, have grace because you just right. don't know what they're going through right now. Exactly. They, they are, you know, there was already a bit, of, a bit of that in the country because of everything from race to just what you just said, yeah. uh, what people are going through. But the George Floyd situation exacerbated, expanded upon an issue yeah. that, which has already existed. And then people are actually hurting and they're missing a quarter of a million of their loved ones. Yeah. And another quarter of a million are sick yeah. or in the hospital. And no insurance. And another 500,000 at least, or another 20 million are unemployed. There's no way that doesn't cause uh, post traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I know that's a lot. And I know that's a lot on your mind and uh, you're capable and I'm, I'm praying. I know you're praying and your church is praying. Um, I know you, you just started a new, uh, uh, well, tell me about, tell me about your ministry that you have online. Maybe I can help my platform. We can talk about, you know, your, your moves podcast mm -hmm. and maybe we can get you some, some people there. So tell us about that. Okay. So move moves that matter is a is is actually it's an actual company it's one of my companies okay. and it's uh it's it's a brand that i own the copyrights to and and the, and so we have a line of uh um paraphernalia t-shirts uh laptop covers various things for college students high school students okay. but the moves that matter show is a show specifically designed to spotlight uh, individuals within society who are making moves that are significant and not about themselves. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, uh, let's take my, just my recent guest, uh, Pastor Richard Reynolds. One of his members, uh, who was, you may have heard about this in the city of Indianapolis, a 30-year-old chief resident who had a, who, who died who, had, who died of preeclampsia a few weeks ago. 30 years old, African American young lady, married her first child. And um, she was an advocate for uh, knowing your body for uh, women, of, uh, of, uh, pregnant women. And uh, so happened, she went to the doctor, the doctor went to the ER. The ER said with her, despite her blood pressure being up, she was um, being a bit hysterical. She goes home, long story short, short has a aneurysm in her medulla oblongata, the base traveled through her brain and she dies. Um, so those, that, that type of story, not all tragic stories, but I try to have guests on my show who are making significant moves and using energy to bring positivity 
uh, to hurting souls in one way or another. Yeah. Often, of course, it's it's, it's Christocentric, uh, uh, rooted in Christ. But it's not it's not all about religion. Some is about politics, and other other guests are about um, uh, healthcare issues, and some is about bullying, and uh, other part is about political voice and and equality among women, or 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 gay LGBT rights, awesome. uh, or, or whatever the case. Because there is no human that exists in this world that God does not love, which gives us the responsibility to love them all the same. And our moves need to be about helping people know that God loves them through us. What a blessing. That's, that's dope. That's, that's, really, that's awesome. I really love to, to know that. Um, tell me, where, where, can, where can people that, that check out this show, where can we check out your Moves of Matter show? Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, uh, in terms of the broadcast, every Wednesday, excuse me, why am I saying Wednesday? Every Tuesday, Tuesday, 7.30, uh, on, on uh, YouTube, um, Facebook, um, on, on drclyposey.com. They're, they're always recorded shows. You can go back and get them. And uh, it's, 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 the show is on, intentionally only 30 minutes. Uh, we have some, uh, some very serious guests from City County Council to... Um, uh, con state congressmen, uh, some senators, uh, but also local people, people who have a redemption stories, yeah. uh, once incarcerated or former drug dealers or, or people that have come from the street that grew up in a tough area uh, like, uh, like you and I. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, and, and the Lord has given us the grace of another chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I feel like now's our time and people will see us. And so um, there's a lot of a lot of cool things going on right now. Um, mm -hmm. I know with you and with me, um, I would love to. I know you and your wife have a, another little venture going out with the bakery. And I know <laughs> when I called, when we linked up, you were in the middle of cooking. Tell me about that. How can we get one of these delicious pies? <laughs> well, um, I, I am, uh, I'm, I'm quite the guy that, that, that believes in entrepreneurship. You know, I preach yeah. it and I teach it. And, um, and so actually my wife and I have about five, five businesses. Uh, our latest, as you mentioned, our latest venture is called Genie's Dreams. And it's a um, dessert and um, a confection business. So when I met um, Jeannie, she was trying to woo me, if you will. And uh, she cooked dinner and she made me a um, sweet potato pie. Mm. Now, she didn't know that my mother, uh, God rest her soul, was a, uh, a chief chef at a hospital and that my mother was a caterer. And so she was kind of stepping into something, yeah. trying to give me some, some kind of sweet potato pie. I, she made this sweet potato pie, and I'm telling you, it was the greatest sweet potato pie I'd ever eaten in my life. No it. strings, no strings. One of the issues that some people have about eating sweet potato pies, they don't like the strings. She, we, we've, made, we've had over 500 orders just within the last two weeks. Not one string, never overcooked. It's creamy. It tastes like ice cream in your mouth. Wow. And um, she has, um, I wish I wish I could have had you once you to be tasting right before hey, your audience, but I'm telling you, I stand by. <laughs> and listen, you, you, you can get, you can, you, you know where we live. You're here all the time. You can, you can get, um, you can, you can just, you can, hey guys, I'm coming over. We're going to make sure that you have one. But she also makes brownies, uh, scones, 
um, other, you know, um, um, desserts and treats. And, and I make a few things, you know, peach, peach cobbler and apple cobbler. And uh, one of the little known secrets about myself is how much I cook. You know, I, I'm really into cooking. I've got several orders for some uh, Southern style macaroni and cheese I was making just before we got together. So it should be done. I think I heard the timer go off and we're good uh -oh. to go. Uh-oh. Well, I'll be I'll be really quick. We'll wrap up really Oh, quick. she's down there taking it out. Oh, it's fine. okay. Cool, cool. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Well, I'm always trying to up my game. And so I know as like a pastor, you prepare for your sermon. Mm -hmm. What is it that you do to like to prepare for your sermon? I know this is a weird question, but I can see a lot of parallels between preparing for your sermon and me preparing for a show. And if Ooh. there's any kind of uh any kind of wisdom you can bestow upon me, that would be awesome. Sure. Well, I, I, I'd like to throw maybe uh, three, three, maybe three to five things that you would, but I put them in an order of importance that I, I think they are, they've served me well. The first thing I do in preparing for this, a sermon, I don't care where I'm preaching, what city, what country, wherever I'm preaching, I ask the Lord this same prayer, Lord, what is it that you want to say to your people? That, that, that keeps me in a position where, according, like according to Hebrews 13 and 9, my heart is established with grace. What, what that keeps me fo um, focused on is the fact that I don't have anything to say. Right. That God has something he wants to say. And so I ask that the Lord the same question every single week. Lord, what, would you, what uh, do you want to say to your people? There has never been a time in 32 years of preaching that the Lord has not given me something to say. I hear a guy say, I don't know what I was going to see preach this week. or I'm not spitting any venom on anybody else, but I have never gone to the pulpit and not known what to, what to say. So that's the first thing. I ask the Lord, what does he want to say? The second thing is I go into prayer about me. I, there's, there's a particular prayer that I talk to the Lord about that helps me humble myself and remember that I am but filthy rags apart from my relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. And that it is a privilege to be used. It is the process I use, use to make two things happen. Number one, to keep me humble because I'm going to talk to people about some sins. I might be struggling with myself, but my assignment is to talk about it. You must be humble to do that. And the second thing, it keeps me cognizant of the blood of Jesus. Because the only way sinners are able to be used by God is that God deals with us through his blood, through the blood of his son. And so uh, I talk to the Lord about me. And once I feel I, I've humbled myself to that, then I listen to what the Lord has said to me. And I start the process by trying to find a passage that seems to fit what he's saying. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes that's not, what, that's not where he wants me to say it from. There are times he doesn't give me a passage. He starts giving me what to say and scriptures to go with what he's saying. And by the time I get there, by the time I get there, um, you know, it will all work together because as you, you may have noticed, I may introduce a message with the passage of scripture or I may introduce a sermon and that I'm preaching a topic and use several passages. Uh, which is a, which is a, which one of the five ways that you learn in seminary that you can preach a sermon. You don't have to always come from one passage. Right. You may be talking about a theme that, which is a systematic doctrine that the Bible teaches throughout. You need to be flexible enough 
not to lock yourself into one way someone said this has to be done. Your mind is too creative for that. Yeah, yeah. And and um, and so um, you know, I, I go and so and the, the fourth thing, this is very important. Spend time in the word when you don't have to preach. Listen to preachers. Listen to your favorite preacher. Listen to listen to preachers you don't like to hear. You know, so basically saturate your mind with the word of God, because when God does speak to you, you'll be more familiar with other passages. Hear those sermons, hear those passages, read those daily words. Why? Because there's going to be times that you're going to need to make references and they're going to come in and fit something God is saying to you because you're on earth as a man of God to be used to preach the gospel. Amen. So all of your experiences are with, as far as God is concerned, is about him using you to share the gospel. So if you have a car accident, something in that is relating to something you need to say. When you got that new beautiful baby, mm -hmm. something in that should give you analogies about what you have to say because you're on earth to be, to be a tool, to be a herald, to say things. So don't waste your experiences. There's something to be learned, to be used in everything you go through. Awesome. Great stuff. So Sunday, I'm so pumped up. Where can me or my guests check you out on Sunday and hear those powerful words? On my website, we, we, we're preaching online. We're constructing a brand new, more highly tech and sophisticated website. It may not be up this Sunday, but as for now, you can go to my Facebook page at, at, at ClydePosey.com and, you, and we, you, the Antioch online word will be there at 11 o'clock. I'll be sharing the word of God. I'm excited. You know, this I'm 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 settling into this whole, whole online preaching right now because it is what it is. Yeah. You got to you got to do it. And it's the word, so you'll be able to you do it wherever where you are. So, but I'm always available. You can always get me on my Facebook page every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. We, we, we never more than an hour. Uh every Wednesday at 12:15 with our hour of power. I'm currently doing a series right now, overcoming. Uh, or excuse me, defeating our past demons, as I said before, how that we get delivered and get saved and we think that demons don't come back trying to affect our lives. That's a powerful series, man. It's transforming me. And today I talked about how uh, the grace of God is the only way to, over, to, to win in spiritual warfare, not strength. That's it. Not strength. I know. It's, his, it's his strength. Yeah, that's it. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. It's been oh man, had a blast. Hey, if you need anything, you know where we are. Thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. I said, "What's up?" Say, I'm going to do that. She told me to tell you hello. By the way, she told me to tell. She said, "I wish I could be on." I said, "Well, honey, he didn't invite you. He invited me." She's always welcome, man. I will. We're gonna have. You know what? We what I want to do. Even while I'm on this show, I want to make sure that my audience is exposed to thrive. Uh, the professionalism of, of, of how you, of the system of how you go about uh, selling homes and the success from your system. My viewers need to know that. Thank my you. viewers need to know that. We, and you haven't told your viewers, but, but, but we, we are together because of your professionalism and what you do well. And, uh, and, and, and soon he's going to even sell me a ridiculous home. So I'm looking forward to it. So we got to get you out so the people, you know, what, one of the worst things we can do is keep a good thing a bad secret. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate Absolutely. the words that you look. That's that's the way I do. That's how I work. I'm humble, 
Um, and I really, really appreciate your time. And you know what? I believe in what you're, what you're doing, what you're saying on, you know, with Facebook, I follow you. Bless you, you man. Bless your heart. Mind. So feeling you're certainly mutual. Be blessed. Tell Jeannie, I said, I share my love. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. You and your wife's beautiful family. Same to you. Hey, are you, you, are you having, is everybody coming, having all these, everybody coming over or just kind of be kind of? So we did a, we kind of called an audible. Um, we were going to have a huge adoption party. Well, with COVID, that all kind of went away. And so on the same day that we had the adoption, it happened to be 60 degrees that day. So we ended up canceling the adoption party and we just mm -hmm. had family to come over and we had a socially distanced Thanksgiving outside. So I put tables outside and we all sat outside on the back deck because it was like 60 something degrees a couple of days right. ago. And we just called an audible and we had Thanksgiving a couple of days ago. So tomorrow, um, Amy's making a breakfast casserole and I'm just gonna chill out. It's gonna be sweet. And wait so. for football. Yeah, wait for football. That's it. <laughs> That's smart, man. That's on this smart. big old screen right here. Watch I it. hear you. I see that. I see <laughs> so that. Anyway, thank you so much. How about you guys? What are you guys going to do? You guys going to do anything? Just just cooking dinner for the two of us. We're getting these deliveries out tonight. We're just no, we're not gonna we're You're not gonna do it this that. year. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna forego it. I, I I like to entertain, man. So I have a lot of people open often. Uh, so this one day is not gonna make or break who we are so right. no we're not gonna do it we're gonna just participate you know what it doesn't even right now there's a lot of people hurting out there and they're kind of in my thoughts and i'm kind of distracted yeah so at yeah. the end of the day um that we're going to come through this and right we do, we're going to celebrate and i can't That's wait right. to do it with you absolutely same here thank you have a blessed day you too